0: smoky a lot of um, fires in California going on uh, not so not so great for breathing this stuff in but on this September 11 19th anniversary of the of the attack on America we're going to pay some tribute We're gonna talk about where we at now as a nation. Let's talk about it. This is Casey Diaz, your host of the Shot Collar Podcast. Well, you know, it's it's hard to um to really wrap your your mind around the fact that it's been nineteen years. Since America was under attack. If I were to ask you a question of, you know, some of you weren't even born uh, when this happened. It kind of like really threw me for a spin. I was talking to my 11-year-old boy just yesterday. And, you know, I'm going to get my whole family together to to watch some of this, these, these events that unfolded 19 years ago. If I were to ask you the question of where were you at when you first got the news that America was, America was under attack, I think many of us, if not all of us, can put a thumbtack on exactly where we were at, what we were doing, and our initial thoughts, you know, you're going to be seeing a lot of um, uh, TV specials throughout the day. I'm very certain of that. Um, if it's one thing that 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 took place after that is that, you know, I, I always believe that America has a whole lot of strength a lot of strength, a whole lot of strength. And this attack on our soil didn't cause us to to retreat, didn't cause us to be afraid to come outside again. America found its strength in, I think, in God, number one, in each other, as family, as neighbors, and as Americans. I, I think that one of the things that we did get to see that was actually good after the, the tragic loss of thousands of lives there, almost 3,000 lives, um, was that That it brought, it it brought all of us together. Somehow, some way, we didn't see each other as a blue team or a red team, but we saw ourselves as a very large family. I can tell you where I was at. I was um working alongside. One of my friends who was a handyman and had hired me as a helper. And uh, it was like six in the morning or so. And we had just got to the job site. We were going to do some uh, repairs to a bathroom. And uh, he went inside to talk to the client, the homeowner. And I stayed in the truck. And we were just hearing, we were listening to a sermon, actually, on the way there. And so I can't even tell you who it, who it was. Um, it was J. Vernon McGee, and, and we were listening to his sermon. And Jay Vernon McGee went home to be with the Lord a long time ago. Um, I think like three decades ago. And all of a sudden the broadcast is interrupted. And I remember hearing, you know, there's been an accident. A plane has just gone through one of the towers in New York. And I think in large, we all thought initially that it was just a tragic accident. My first thought was, I didn't think it was a large um, uh, vessel, uh, a 747 or anything like that. I thought it would be a smaller plane kind of thing. But then very shortly, we found out that it was not a little plane, but it was carrying passengers, a lot of them, a full plane and then shortly after that the second tower is hit with another commercial airplane and at that moment I remember the guy that was giving us the initial um, news on the radio he stops and he says the second tower has just got hit ladies and gentlemen I think we're under attack. And those words were very powerful words because it struck a chord in all of us, I think. And it, it, it you kind of go, that couldn't have just happened. On American soil? There's no way that that, that just happened and we didn't know I I remember when the guy that I was working for got back in the truck he was unaware of what was taking place and I I had to brief him up and I said hey man uh, two planes just crashed into the Twin Towers in New York City and he kind of looked at me like what? And I said, yeah, two planes just crashed into the World Trade Center. And the radio was still going. And he's paying attention to it. And we're just kind of, I think, I think for a vast majority of us, it didn't, This couldn't be true. I think that was the initial response from a lot of us. It can't be. And and then we found out that it was. America was under attack. And if that wasn't enough, then the Pentagon gets hit with another commercial airline and then Pennsylvania. Four planes, massive amount of lost lives because terrorist thought this is how we're going to um, destroy America, the American pride that we all share. And um, I'll tell you what, it didn't do anything like that. If anything, everyone came together. We mourned. We wept. We prayed. But we came together. And that that was quite special to see that many folks really understand the freedom that we get to enjoy in this country, this beautiful country. I think that a lot of us, I think a lot of us went home. A lot of us that in other states went home that, that night, that day. Hugged our wives, our husbands, our children a little bit stronger, a little bit tighter. I think a new appreciation came out of that. And we were ready to do whatever it takes to capture Who was behind this evil. It was terrorism. That's what it was. You can't. You can't fluff that. You can't. Sanitize that. It was terrorists. It was cowards. Straight up cowards. That hijacked four planes. And did this to us. They were cowards. They're still cowards. They're dead cowards, but they're still dead cowards. Cowards nonetheless. We have something special in this country. Something unique. Something beautiful. For those of you that weren't born when uh, this attack happened... Maybe be glad that you didn't have to witness that. Maybe be glad that you were born in a better era. Because the pain, the pain was there, absolutely. I mean so many people got up that morning and, and didn't think uh, anything of it. Probably a routine day. Got up early in the morning, went to work, went to airports, and uh, never made it back home. And then, of course, the aftermath of all the debris and chemicals and all that stuff, and ground zero, the cleanup. That had to take place. There's that aspect of it too, because so many of them, so many of these heroes, firefighters, police officers, all these first responders, man. When you look at footage of what took place on that day, you'll see all these emergency guys, police officers. FDNY. Local law enforcement. Intelligence. And all all these guys. Men and women. Heroes. That ran towards. These two buildings. While they were on fire. These were heroes. I was watching footage of a. Little girl. You know, she's a grown up but. She was praying, uh, paying tribute to her dad. Who was a firefighter. And. She made a moving video. And it kind of just shook me man. Was seven years old. When her father. Uh, gave his all. To save her. Uh, As many as he could. By running into. Running into burning buildings. It's just. You watch videos like this. You watch footage of this. And man. For those of you that weren't born. When this this tragedy happened. When this attack happened. I'm going to play a little little Video. And you can hear you can hear the confusion, you can hear distraught. You can hear so much through this, this video. Let me share it with you guys. The concept is not answering the following. Our number one is in fast and our five is in fast. I'm going to call from Washington. I am in a situation with the Americans are in a possible hijack. What's going on? There? Their crap is erratic again. Are you ready? parents and everybody, I just totally love you and uh, I'll see you next year. Bye, babe. What are those people going to do? All the, all the elevators are blocked out. What the hell is happening? Oh my God, so both towers are now... Okay, ma'am, I got an aircraft six out east of the White House. Hello? Crystal City, just north of Crystal City. Stop. Just to the north of your town. You, yeah, stop all departures. parkers. The Pentagon just got hit. Don't put me in that. Back can't protect point in the NCA. United 93, that traffic for is 1 o'clock, 12 miles eastbound 370. Contact, we're looking at it. And, um, I mean, when you hear. <clears throat> When you hear the the panic, it's just overwhelming. Then, like you know, you try to put your yourself. What would you have done? What could have been done differently? And we can pay. We can play that. Those roles in our mind. The truth is that we weren't and we'll never know what we would do in a situation like that. It's definitely something that we need to continue to to make sure that these new generations don't Forget that these new generations don't just like walk away and, 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 and not learn about this. And I know that our school systems um, often. Don't want to, um, they They don't want to, they don't want to show stuff like this. And I don't understand, you know, um, but it's not cool. It's not right. And this is why we, you know, the, the phrase that came out of this attack was, we will never forget and that is we need to stay on that we need to remind we need to remind our children over and over again educate them and listen we have a bad school system we, we at least here in california we do i think it's everywhere but california has a really bad school system. It wants to indoctrinate and all that stuff, right? But but I want to put that to the side right now. The job of educating our children about events like this, that job belongs to us, the parents. And we got to teach our children that we can never forget about events like this. And we need to be better people This is why education doesn't start in school school classrooms. Education starts in the living room, around the table, when we're eating. That's where education starts. And we need to be adults that educate our own children, sit around the living room, watch documentaries about this, footage about this, And then talk about it so that the next generation and the next generation and a hundred generations from now know what took place. It's important. I want to play some more footage for you. Here's some more. Let me get that for you. You know, it's, uh... I mean, just thinking about this, man. <clears throat> Let's see. 93. Yeah. United yeah. 93, Cleveland, if you hear the sound right then. I got that, please. It's not. It's not. I'm on the ball, boys. There, sir. That's concurred. Uh, it looks like he's rocking his wings. Roger. He's rocking back and forth. Number 5686555, as you stay away from that aircraft, go north as fast as you can. United 93, have you got information on that yet? Yeah, he's down. He's down? Yes. Where did he land? He did not land. Oh, he's down? Yes, yeah. somewhere up northeast of Camp David. I'm on the 83rd now. I'm okay. gonna die, die No, 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 say your, I'm gonna die. Man, ma'am, man, ma'am, ma'am, stay your friends. We're gonna think positive because you gotta help each other get off the floor. I'm now. gonna die. No. <laughs> I know that some of you are driving, maybe you're driving home, maybe you're going to work, and you're listening to this podcast. You know, today we we have a different type of attack, and it's an attack that's from within that needs to stop. It really does. You see, for many of you out there, maybe you don't have a relationship with Christ. Maybe, um, maybe like a lot of people, you're not alone on this. Maybe you're just like, a lot of people are out there that think that that they have all day, that they have... (laughs) They, they think they have forever, and they can just live. However, the reality is that we all need Christ. We all need Jesus. I played this footage for you, because it's important. There was some language in there, I know. But it's important that we hear. It's important that we process what took place 19 years ago and that it remains fresh on our mind. There's some things in your past that you just, you want to erase and, and you have the right to do so. You have all the right to do so. You know, because it's unhealthy because if it's this or that those are things in our memory bank that we need to take a big giant eraser and and take those out of there but events like these you you don't put an eraser to it events like this you keep them fresh events like this you keep it you keep the, the real rolling you keep talking about it you keep contemplating contemplating upon it and you want it to remain fresh and there's a reason for that my prayer today is that you would go home when you do get home and get with your family and um, and spend some time with them and understand how how much you are blessed how much you have Has nothing to do with your monetary gain or your nice homes with swimming pools, your nice this, your nice that. You don't get to go home. You don't get to spend eternity with that. That, that you leave here. But what we can't take home. What we can't take home is all this stuff, man. But what we can take home is us being better humans while we're down here. For those that are Christians, we've been given an assignment to share the gospel with the world. What an opportunity that we have here to share the gospel, the real gospel, the truth. That there is a God that loves people, so much so that he died for them. And we have an opportunity. You know, if you're not a Christian, and you're listening to this podcast, you have an opportunity while there's lungs, while there's breath in your lungs, you have an, an opportunity to, to repent and to call on God and begin a relationship with him. Because once once you die... That's it. You get no other choice. You get no other chance. That's it. That that's your grand finale. You don't get to play repeat. You don't get to rewind. You don't get to start over. You don't get to get, do any of that. There is no such thing as purgatory. I don't care what anybody tells you. I'm I'm telling you the truth, and I, I and mean, someone. Might, you know, send me a, a mad email or or say something on you know on social media. That doesn't concern me. I'm I'm here to tell you the truth. There is absolutely no such thing as purgatory. The Bible tells us that it is appointed for us to die once and then judgment. That's what the scripture says. So whatever you do here. On this earth while you're breathing. You got to make sure. That you have it right with the Lord. That you have it right with the Lord. Because if you don't. If you don't. (sighs) You're going to spend eternity in hell. And I'm telling you right now. I've read the scriptures. I've sat down. And, and looked at them, went over them and over them and over them. And it is a terrible, terrible place where mankind pays for his sin in eternal punishment, and rightly so, for rejecting the only begotten Son of God. And you don't have to go through that. You know, one of the things that happened after 9-11 was that every church was filled. I remember my church was packed. People that had never went to church. The numbers were incredible. Every church was filled. It was like putting Easter and Christmas together in one. Churches were packed. And that lasted for a little bit. I want to say we had a good run. Probably maybe four, five, six months. And then we went back to normal. Whatever normal was. And... um I think some 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 people actually forgot. Because you could put it on the bumper sticker, you could put it you know, you could buy a decoration, a memorial. But when you really truly never forget, your life changes. Permanently. This is a time when every single one of us, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, just maybe, this is the perfect time with all the chaos that we're seeing out on our streets, all the commotion, all the unnecessary problems that accumulate day day to day. Just maybe. Maybe God is giving us a pause today, September 11, 2020. Maybe God's giving us a pause Insane. Let's, why don't you guys remember 19 years ago when you were all together? Why don't you guys remember when you were attacked and you called on me and I answered you? I gave you peace that no one can give you. Why don't you go back to that, that, that time where we respected when you respected law enforcement and when you respected authority these firefighters these ambulance drivers law enforcement they have a stressful 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 job and now is not the time to to act foolish and and political I think we should I think honestly we should put politics politics to the side just if for one day and why not today and bring unity. let's get back to the table where we all break bread, and even if we don't agree with the next person, it's time for us to act like family all over again. I think that's needed. I want to thank you for joining me on this um, this small tribute that I'm able to to give. And and just take a moment today to stop. If you don't have family with you right now, if you don't have, you're not married, you're single. Go somewhere and just sit down and think about the goodness of God upon your life. I know we're going through stressful situations right now. I'm going through it myself. I'm going to be transparent with you. I know it's tough. I know it's it's, um, I know it's tough. But just go somewhere where you are with God and God is with you and talk to Him and thank Him for everything that He has allowed and the things that He has not allowed in your life. We're in a beautiful country, man. We, we are so blessed beyond comprehension. We are so blessed in this country. And those of you that are born here, my goodness, man. You have no idea how good God has been to you. That you were born on American soil. Use that for good. Use that for good. please listen to what i'm saying to you use that for good i'm going to close off with this if you're out there and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal lord and savior this is not an altar call this is not this is not that this is not some little prayer that just Gets you into heaven and everything is cool. This is not that. This is a little bit more than that. In fact, it's a lot more than that. This is about getting right with Jesus Christ. The eternal God. If you're there and you're driving. If you're able to pull over, pull over. Just take a a couple of seconds here. And I want you to pray this with me. Father, I repent. I have sinned against you and no one else. And I thank you for allowing me to be born in this country. I thank you for allowing me to come to this country and pursue. My dream and do well for this country. But I need your wisdom. I need your forgiveness. I need your mercy and your grace from this point forward. And by repenting, I want to make it very clear that I don't want to do the things that I normally do anymore. I ask for forgiveness. I thank you for the forgiveness. I thank you for your son Jesus Christ dying on on the cross for my sin and paying the full debt that I owe. Thank you, Lord. And from this point on, you're the Lord and the Savior of my life, of my heart. And I ask for the Holy Spirit to dwell in me, to teach me, to guide me, to counsel me, to comfort me. To convict me. To lead me. In my new Christian life. Thank you Father. For your son Jesus Christ. In Jesus mighty name I pray. Amen. and Amen. If you prayed that. You need to get a Bible. I don't care where you get it from. You need to get it and start reading from the Gospels. Start reading from Matthew all the way through the whole entire New Testament. Do that. And then research a Bible teaching church. A Bible teaching church. Research that. Ask questions. If you have Christian friends, Ask him, hey, I just got born again. I was listening to this guy on this podcast, and I turned over my life to Christ. And he said, I need to be in a church. Find a church. And my challenge to every person that's listening to me right now, let's make some some big noise. And let's invite everybody to church this Sunday. Let's, Let's pack our churches. Let's pack our churches, and let's get into some prayer. So much to be thankful for. I thank you so much for listening to my podcast over and over again throughout your weeks. I know you have important things to do and I really appreciate you for supporting me and encouraging me. I get your emails. I get your messages online on, on, on Instagram, on Facebook, all over the place. And I can't tell you how thankful I am. I'm thankful for those of you that keep continually buying my book the Shot caller um i get those emails of people just their faith growing and, and their boldness for the for the lord for the gospel it's awesome to hear from you guys I, I, i'm so um it's a, it's humbling it really is and listen if you if you are, are out there and you feel that you're that god is touching your heart to support this podcast and you want to contribute to that as a monthly sponsor um, we will absolutely pray for for you and and even if you don't give don't you know I don't want that to be a thing but if you give um just know that we we are so so uh, thankful to you it's very easy uh, to support the Shock chocolate podcast just go on the website kcdas.net kcdas.net And on there, you're going to find an icon that says podcast. You're going to click on that, and then it gives you some choices there to become a a sponsor for this podcast. I hope it reaches um, not just in the United States. I hope that many of you, I know we get emails from Australia and all over the place and the UK, and just it's it's beautiful to see people from all over the place uh, reach out to us um, via email. And uh, other ways as well. Thank you so much again. Uh, follow me on uh, on Instagram. I'm at the Shock Color Book on Instagram. Uh, on on Twitter, I'm at the Shock Color BK at the Shock Color BK on Twitter. And on Facebook, you can follow me, Casey Diaz, author. Casey Diaz, author. And um, you could always connect to me that way um thank you so much for your your time and your prayers until the next time be safe let's talk to our neighbors let's let's be one if at least for the day let's be one america